Hello, and welcome to episode 15 of the Sisters Podcast. Um, we gather today and we just realized that it's been a little while since we did a podcast. So we are appropriately titling this podcast, We're Still Here. <laughs> We've just been a little busy, I guess. Um, so you had a trip to uh, you had a trip to Arizona recently so that you could see your grandbaby boy. And um, I'm Margie Schaefer, by the way. Oh, yeah. And I'm Lee Laird, by the way. <laughs> and if you remember the last time on the last mm -hmm. couple of episodes, we had um, a two parter where yes. we talked to our friend Wendy and she's the one who moved to Arizona. And when you went on your recent trip to Arizona, you were able to visit with her. So um, so it was kind of fun for you, huh? Yeah, that was really cool to see them all settled in their new place in Tucson. And uh, so far, so good for them. And so what are we going to what are you sharing with us today? Well, you know, we're here in Washington State, and I know there are people who potentially uh, listen to this podcast who live in different states. And, um, you know, our own dad lives in Montana, where it seems to be much more open than our state. Um, our state is, you know, was the first one to receive COVID cases, and um, they kind of spread like wildfire and... Um, we live in a county now that is in phase two, mm -hmm. which means you can go to restaurants at 50% capacity. And, um, I did go back to my nail salon <laughs> I had my nails done, but I had to, you know, sign off my firstborn child, uh, just, just to go. I had to wear a mask. They wore a mask. Um, they had plexiglass over everything. But then at the same time, you know, that's very much a human-to-human -human appointment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so they're working very closely with different clients. And, you know, they took my temperature when I walked in. That's the first time that's ever happened to me at a place of business that mm -hmm. I wasn't there for medical reasons. So, and then you have to sign off that um, you haven't flown in the last 14 days. So I was well beyond the... 14-day mark because we did fly to Arizona and Arizona was when we flew at the beginning of June end of May um, Arizona was really opening up mm -hmm. much more so than where we live in the Seattle area so it was really fun to be able to go out to eat and you know I got my hair done there and that kind of stuff well now things are opening up here in our own city so life is feeling a little bit more normal, mm -hmm. wouldn't you say? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have anything else that you want to add? No. <laughs> I know you've been uh, doing your voiceover work all day today, so your voice may be a little tired, right? Yes. Um, but one of the other things uh, that is showing and signaling a strong return to normal for our city is that our church, along with others in the same county, have been given the green light to start meeting again. And uh, each service can have up to 200 people. And you do have to register to let them know that you're coming so that they can physically plan on you in the space because they want to be able to have the 200 people maintain the six foot distance and they ask you to sit with your family group and all of that you know our governor here in the state of washington has just issued a, a statewide mandatory requirement for mask everywhere you go and um 
I know there are a lot of people that are unhappy about that. And um, I don't know how that's going to be enforceable, but I think businesses will definitely enforce it because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they don't want to encounter any fines. Mm -hmm. Um, But my hope, my heart, my prayer is that um, we can just get back to normal life and be mindful that there is a nasty virus out there, but be wise about it, but not let it dictate our lives. That's my prayer because it's really changed our lives. Mm -hmm. So a friend posted this article um, and the author is Dan Ryland and I don't know anything about him, but it was such a good article. I just wanted to share some highlights from it and it's called Five Good Reasons to Come Back to Church. (laughs) And uh, one of the things that I recently heard from our pastor was nationwide polls are showing that 40% of churches have opened. So not even 50, Mm -hmm. just 40%, Mm -hmm. which I think is sad, but um, every state's at a different place. 40% churches have opened, 60% or less of the people have returned, and 49% of the people have said they will return in a year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that really impacts churches. Mm -hmm. And... um, Mm -hmm. So I just thought this article was so good, especially for Christians, because um, I think it's so important to gather. And the Word of God even tells us, do not neglect the assembling together of yourselves. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that option when everything was shut down, but now things are opening up. And um, he starts out, he says, church online is awesome. It works. But so many are saying it's just not the same as being there. And I would have to say, True true to that. Um, And so, of course, everyone has different levels of concern, depending on your age, the state of your health. Our dad, you know, is 81 years old. Mm -hmm. And the thing that changed the most for him was he didn't go to church for about nine weeks. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. he did that on purpose. I think maybe his church closed, which it's smaller. It did close. Yeah, it, it did close for a little while. But But now he's back and uh, everyone's in a different place on the continuum. And so we need to honor where everyone's at. But um, I just loved what this article had to say. And so the first thing he said, he he gave five reasons. And uh, the first one is drift is imminent without connection. That is very true. People are designed to be in community. Family is the core or foundation of community, but there's a greater breadth and depth when your faith community is enlarged. Mm-hmm. And that is that is so true. You know, we really, really need each other. The second one is our worldview helps shape how we live our lives. A worldview is the set of values and beliefs about the fundamental aspects of reality that ground and influence our perception thoughts, knowledge, and actions. And so definitely, you know, church and community and fellowship would help with our Mm -hmm. worldview. He Mm -hmm. says, I like the way he says this, life isn't mechanical, it's fluid and nuanced. Yeah, that's very true. So true, right? Mm -hmm. And it requires intentional conversation Mm -hmm. to help interpret how to live out the worldview amidst the complexities of life in a changing culture. 
I just, that whole paragraph Mm -hmm. is so good. Mm -hmm. Um, And he goes on, the third reason living a vibrant spiritual life often requires coaching. And he says, even with coaching, I, the author, have lived far from perfect. I just can't imagine if I attempted to figure it all out on my own. And so he was just talking about the many different experiences, coaches, slash mentors, uh, people who can disciple you, pastors, spiritual leaders who help develop us. And we get that. We find that at a church. Fourth, the church is a light in your community. That is so true. true. Speaking of light, why don't you talk about the big light show that we do at our church every Christmas? Our church, um, our pastor has been at our church for what? I think a decade now or a little more than than that. And one of the first things that he implemented when he came here was because he loves Christmas lights (laughs) and he wanted to have a big, you know, Christmas light display at our at our church property and uh and it just so happened that there's another guy who attends our church who had these amazing this amazing light show at his home and he's like i am passionate about christmas lights so the two of them kind of joined forces and ever since that year every single year our church (laughs) has had this amazing christmas light show on our church property you know our building is covered the lawn is covered and it begins what the day after thanksgiving or or, or perhaps december 1st december and it 1st, runs through um the end of the month mm-hmm. um till about new year's new year's eve i think so and it's, it has become a mainstay in our community mm-hmm. at christmas time yeah. i mean we every year we get tens of thousands of more people coming to the christmas lights and we we're becoming known as the church with the christmas lights and um the main reason for that was just our pastor had a vision to be a light in our community. And so we literally light it up at <laughs> Christmas time. And uh, it's just been a, a phenomenal thing that our church has done and a phenomenal outreach in our community. And many people who are part of our church now are are part of it because they came to the lights and they connected with someone and they started coming and it's changed their lives. So it tr- truly is a light in our community. Yes. And these ain't your mama's lights. I mean, these are like off the wall, amazing. Oh, they're to music. Oh. And it's it's an amazing oh, show. It's, it's just absolutely amazing. It's really, really neat. So yeah. speaking of our mama, um, when we were little girls, we, our mom bought this light up Frosty, the snowman. Yes, yes. And it was the first big light up Christmas decoration that we'd ever had. And uh, we just got so excited over that light up frosty. And we lived in the desert southwest, so we yeah. never had, <laughs> we never we had never... <laughs> real frosties. No, so we had to have the fake one. Yeah, and uh, but our dad still puts frosty out on his deck. <laughs> All that to say, the lights at Evergreen Church in Bothell really far outweigh frosty. Yeah, <laughs> they're really amazing, and um, the church volunteers, the the people volunteer, and and um, serve in shifts. We give out free homemade cookies and hot chocolate. And it truly is amazing. And it it truly is an outreach. And it truly is a light in the community. So fifth and final reason why it's a good idea to go back to church uh, from this article is healthy habits bring stability. 
A healthy life consists of healthy patterns and rhythms based on biblical principles. We all understand the impact of good and healthy habits, right? We don't That's even. Right. Yeah. And he said, if I eat healthy foods once a week, but the other six days I eat junk food, the results will not be good. <laughs> it's the same with exercise. I can work out once a quarter with great intentions, but you know how much good that will do. Consistent patterns and habits bring a sense of strength and stability that create a healthy foundation to live by. A consistent connection with a body of believers is likely the most important habit you can form for a deepening and meaningful spiritual life. So good. No church mm -hmm. is perfect, but any church can help you make progress if you look for the good and determine to develop healthy spiritual habits in your life. So I just thought it was very good and practical. Let me see if I can scroll back up and just repeat these five good reasons to come back to church. Number one, drift is imminent without connection. Number two, our worldview helps shape how we live our lives. Number three, living a vibrant spiritual life often requires coaching. Number four, the church is a light in your community. And number five, healthy habits bring stability. And so our hope, our desire, our prayer is that we'll get back to going to church on a regular basis and worshiping with our church family. And um, we're also a part of the Flourish Bible Study community that you've heard us talk about on, on several podcasts. And uh, right now, we don't know what that regathering is going to look like in the fall. Um, because everyone is at such a different place mm -hmm. and we might not see everyone decide return. to return. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're just waiting. We're just uh, praying. We're just trusting. And in the meantime, we're very, very grateful that we get to go back to church and join our church family. So uh, we're still here. We're still here. <laughs> and we'll be here again. Yes, we'll be here again. So thanks for joining us. And we will see you on the next episode of the Sisters Podcast. Bye. Bye.